0: Hello, and welcome to The Joyful Drinker, a podcast for anyone that drinks that wants to drink a little less. I'm your host, Ellie Webb, and I believe that if we all drank a little less each week, we'd all feel a whole lot better. Through honest conversations and real life stories, I'm on a mission to uncover the benefits of taking a few more alcohol-free days each week. By sharing my guests' own perspectives on balance and moderation, I hope we can all take away some inspiration and learn from the powerful habits they picked up along the way. If you're curious about the benefits that balanced drinking can bring to your week, then pour yourself a glass of something tasty and let's meet today's guest. Harpreet has recently taken part in The Apprentice, the show where you stand to win a quarter of a million to boost your business plan. Harpreet describes herself as a born leader, fearless and full, and wants to take her business to the next level. I'll find out from Harpreet what she thinks it takes to make her business, Barney's Desserts, a success and how she's found the journey so far. So Humphrey, great to have you here today and your cake business, Barney's Desserts, looks incredible. It really does. I was like oogling over the Instagram. How long have you been running it and what inspired you to start a business? Um, so we
1: actually set up six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a career in retail banking before that. Okay, it's quite different. And yeah, very different. Yeah, And um, I like cake. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? I have a, a really big sweet tooth. And um, I think a, f- a good fair few years ago, I caught on the trend of sort of a couple of dessert spots sort of cropping up. And I thought, OK, maybe we're on like this is an idea because not everybody wants to go out and have alcoholic drinks. And it's, you know, sometimes more difficult to socialize if you don't want to drink. Yeah. So... Decided to sort of set up a dessert parlor where we could serve um, cakes, yummy desserts mm. um, and just nice naughty treats, really. And I guess what inspired me to do it, I, I think I've always been a little entrepreneurial. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted to do my own thing. Um, How
0: do you know that? Like, do you look back at your childhood and think, oh, I was always making and selling things? Like, what makes you feel like you've got that entrepreneurial spirit? Well, No, I
1: actually always feel a little bit jealous of people that say, (laughs) I used to sell this at school and I used to do that. And I'm like, oh, I wish I knew how to do that. So I don't think I really had it in me going through education or Mm -hmm. school or college because I was really focused on my studies. I wanted to get top grades. I wanted to be top student, teacher's pet. And that was my focus at the time. I was very ambitious and driven, but it was all about my education. And then I think it was maybe... As I got a little older, as I started uni and I started my job at the bank, mm. I think I wanted more. And it's like, OK, um, I can handle this. This is cool. And yeah. I can I start getting promoted. But I thought, I've got free time. I can maybe set up something that will provide more of an income
0: yeah,
1: or an additional income stream. And then it kind of spun from there I had a few different ideas um, I think I'm just the type of person that I want to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. and I like exploring every single avenue yeah, so for entrepreneurs you know typically an entrepreneur is someone that is is literally striving in every single angle that they can I think that's just part of my Jones personality working, yeah. yeah
0: and um, how have you found your business journey so far? I would love to say
1: the business journey has been magical (laughs) and it's all started fantastically and it's an onwards and upwards journey. But I'm sure you'll know yourself, Ellie, Mm -hmm. business is hard. Yeah, I would be lying if I said there weren't times where I thought, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I just want to go and... I'll my noticing? in and go and work in Tesco, but there's no one to hand my noticing. in, dudes. Yeah, there's, it, you're kind of there, you're stuck. But in a good way, because you're invested, you've spent all your time, your energy, blood, sweat, tears.
0: There's not really a way out. And I forgot the question. <laughs> it's all you. I mean, I guess my question was around your journey and how you found it. Like, yeah. It, I mean, a lot of people... Mm. Who who go into business? You know they find it quite stressful, and you can yeah. quite often be faced with difficult situations, um, myself included. How do you deal with the big challenges that that your business throws at you? I'm not going to lie, business is stressful, you know, on a
1: daily basis. Mm. If it's not the smaller stuff, you know, just little things cropping up, I don't know, maintenance issue at the shop or staff phoning in sick. Yeah. Or you've just found an amazing staff member who you thought was going to grow with the company and they've gone and got an opportunity elsewhere. Then it's even the bigger stuff, you know, making decisions. It's, it's tough. It's hard. For me, I'm very, very lucky and blessed that I have a business partner who's also my sister. So I feel that that really helps me. I'm not quite sure if I would be able to do it alone because it has been quite difficult. Yeah. But we have very complementary skills and we bounce off each other. But in terms of coping and getting through, you just have to keep at it. You just keep going. I, th- I think maybe because when you own a business. You know that if you don't do what you need to do, you're. No one else is gonna you know do it. No one else is you. gonna yeah. do it. And you're yeah. not gonna get that paycheck that month. Like, you need to actually do your work because there's no yeah. other option not to. So it's almost a, a case of, mm-hmm. well, you've got to do it and you, you kind of have to cope because there's no option not to.
0: Yeah. A lot of people in my experience and I used to work in the drinks industry, you know, turn to well, I still do. But in the alcohol drinks mm-hmm. industry, a lot mm-hmm. of people turn to alcohol. Yeah. When they're faced with stressful situations. Um, how often do you drink and what's your relationship like with drinking? Mm-hmm. It
1: doesn't surprise me that people would turn to alcohol, actually, mm-hmm. Um as a coping mechanism. Um, I'm not personally a big drinker myself. I never have been. It's just something that I've never really been too fussed about. I think it's because I'm a person that I always like to stay in control. I'm quite... I like to sort of be composed. And I know that when you have a couple of drinks, you all go a bit woo-woo and, you know... (laughs) Not to say that I don't enjoy a drink. Mm. I would say I personally only really have a drink if I'm socialising or going out. However, I think... You know, there has been times when you've had a really stressful day at work and you want a glass of red wine because it just like knocks the edge off a little bit. Mm. However, for me personally, I'm not sure if I'm lucky or whatever it is. um, I don't find that stress relief through alcohol, but I can definitely see that as
0: something that could
1: be a real struggle or problem for people very easily
0: yeah and I'm sure a lot of people listening can can relate to that you know you clock off at the end of the day whether yeah. it's your business or whether it's you know whoever you work for and you kind of have that stressful moment that you yes. just want a release um and I think actually people can take a lot of inspiration from the fact you know alcohol at the end of the day is just numbing yeah. numbing the feelings you've got about something it's not it's not helping you solve it it's not helping it go away or it's helping mm-hmm. it go away mom- momentarily so we kind of you know, on this podcast advocate for actually taking a bit of a balanced sweet, you know, yeah. have a drink, but know that you're drinking it for enjoyment, not to kind of yes. quiet, quiet your emotions.
1: One of the problems that I have with alcohol is, yes, you'll forget things in the moment. And yeah, it makes things a lot easier. And it genuinely does. You know, if you've had a stressful day and you go and have a, you know, a nice little drink, something like if it's summer, you're having a gin and tonic or in the winter, you'll have a red wine. Suddenly you feel a little bit better about things. But for me, it's the, like the morning after or the day after. Yeah. And actually, you've kind of slowed yourself down and alcohol is a depressant. So you actually feel a little bit worse, I feel, than before you had it. Yeah, it's
0: almost like it gets better for a little bit and then yeah. it gets very much worse because you're not as productive the next day. Yeah. You're annoyed at yourself because, yeah. you know, you, you drank a bit too much the night before. We've all been there. Yeah. So... I actually want to ask you about The Apprentice, which you have starred uh, as a contestant on. Mm -hmm. Very exciting, long-anticipated 2022 series of The Apprentice. Tell me, I'm very interested to know, what made you decide to join The Apprentice as a contestant?
1: You're going to laugh now. (laughs) (laughs) I've grown up watching The Apprentice. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a huge TV fan, I'll watch it as and when but I've always been glued to The Apprentice. Um, I love business. I love business shows. I love Dragon's Den. And I've always watched The Apprentice and thought, oh gosh, these guys are idiots. I can do this, you know? (laughs) I thought, come on, what are they playing at? Like, look at these silly decisions they're making. And I've just, I've always looked at it and thought, I can do that. I can smash those tasks. I can... It just seemed really fun to me to do these cool tasks where you get to, you know, for example, make an electric toothbrush or make a non-alcoholic drink, which is what we did this um, yes. series. <laughs> I just thought that's so fun. And I think I'd be really good at it. Um, so COVID hit and yeah. um, I actually w- wanted to go traveling because I've I've not really done that before in my life. And I wanted to sort of tick that off my bucket list. I thought, OK, I'm going to go traveling around um, Asia. But then COVID hit. So that sort of scarpered those plans. Funnily enough, a couple of days later, I saw that the apprentice was taking applications again. So um, I thought, okay, maybe this is a little bit of a sign. I'm just going to go for it, you know. Um, And I'd actually tried to apply a couple of years ago, but I didn't actually complete my application for whatever reason. It wasn't the right time for me. And this time I thought, you know, I'm going to do it. There's not really much else going on. I feel like it's the right time in my life. I just went for it.
0: Good for you. And how did you make it happen? Like did you just work really hard on the application? Mm-hmm. Like how did you think this is I've gotta make this happen? Like yeah. what did you do actually do to make sure you landed? Um site? for me, along with everything
1: else that I feel has come into my yeah. life, I'm a really big believer in manifestation and visualize your goals. So for yeah. me, I wasn't going to apply for The Apprentice. I was going to be on The yes. Apprentice <laughs> I love that. for sure. So it was definitely a goal of mine. So yeah. I actually had like a, a calendar, like a monthly calendar and mm-hmm. I wrote all the application dates on it, all the deadlines and worked backwards. And this is going to sound really strange, but even wrote, okay, well, I'm going to have to buy an, an outfit then for that interview. And then I'll have to do this for that interview and planned all of the steps rather than just the first step. Because in my head I had accepted and knew I'm going to get through Um, (laughs) and I found that quite a few times in my Mm. life actually sometimes there's something I know I want and I just know I'm going to get it because I'll almost fixate on it but then I will work towards it so you know I'm looking up vlogs or other people's experiences of their interview process yeah. i'm planning out all questions i'm writing them out I'm role-playing in the mirror um everything that you would do for a normal interview i guess if you really want to get a job or yeah. through a situation you have to prepare so i definitely did prepare and i think i said this the other day that i'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to, to be on the apprentice yeah. but i don't feel i was lucky to get on it i did work to get
0: onto no, into the process yeah it made it i made it happen yeah, there's something in that about really visualising your goal. And actually, I love that, that you work yeah. backwards and that you mark stuff out in your calendar. That's brilliant. I think once you have in your mind that something's going to happen, yeah. it's almost like you've set that path now. And Absolutely. Just, it's just about the journey. Yeah. What What's one thing that surprised you about the show that you didn't realise? from you, you said you were a fan, obviously, before. Mm-hmm. What surprised you from merely watching it as opposed to actually taking part?
1: Look, it's a TV show at the end of the day. Mm. Um, for me, I think I went in a little naive because I thought, OK, brilliant. We're going to do business tasks and make great decisions and work as a team. And Lord Sugar will pick the person that makes the best decisions, right? Um, but it is a TV show at the end of the day, and it's not reality. So yeah. you are trapped in this bubble. And I think that was really um, amplified because it was COVID when we were actually filming of this series. So we didn't have any contact with the outside world. And obviously, I knew going in that you don't have the tools available to you. Like, you don't have your phone, so you, you can't use Google. But it really, it really was quite different to how you would do things in reality which was quite um it wasn't a shock to me but it's almost as if you're watching it now now that I've been through it and I'm almost feeling sorry for us like oh but we don't have the tools like you know whereas previously I was looking and thinking why are they behaving that way so yeah it was a little different to what I thought it was going to be but I do think at the end of the day The process is designed to find a person that can make decisions under pressure, dealing with situations that you may not have ever dealt with before. And that's the reality of having a business. If you set up a business, you might not have HR experience, accounting experience, dealing with someone who's got a grievance against another staff member or your roof has just caved in. You might not have ever dealt with those things in life before, but to be successful, you're going to have to, and you're going to have to think fast. The people that get through have got those skills that
0: you would have to use in reality. So, and it's yeah. still, It's just throwing challenge after challenge. Oh at yeah, you, literally. <laughs> I'm really interested to know what's it like living with 15 strangers, and who were your apprentice besties? <laughs> oh, I didn't mind
1: um, living with 15 other people. I, I'm Indian, so I come. Conv- I've you know lived as part of a big family before I'm used to just creating my own space so I didn't mind it I quite enjoyed it I I liked the company of other people and for me it was really cool to be surrounded by like minded people that actually just want to progress themselves and are just Mm -hmm. you know giving it their best and are willing to put themselves out there so I really enjoyed that element of it Besties I'm obviously all about girl power so (laughs) I loved all of the girls in the house really like had my own friendships with each and every one of them Brittany has amazing energy Um, I think from the first task we worked together like quite a lot throughout the process you'd have seen Um, she's a really positive person and I really like that about her Catherine definitely got on with because we shared a bedroom um, for -hmm. the majority of the process so we were besties in there and um, yeah I got on with everyone yeah. I genuinely did. Friends for life. I friends for say. life.
0: Yeah, def- I do think I've made some friends for life in there. Amazing. A lot of people listening may have ideas and things they want to do, but aren't sure how mm-hmm. to go about it. What What bits of advice would you give to someone listening that maybe has an idea and wants to, to go out and make it happen? Mm-hmm. I would say that, look,
1: you can have a number of ideas, especially if you've got the entrepreneurial mindset it's quite funny sometimes because i come up with so many ideas and if i actually shared all of them like people would think i'm crazy they'll think (laughs) hang on a second one minute you want to do dessert business one minute you want to you know sell handbags like what are you doing here yeah but actually you have to test out a few ideas to then settle on the right one and then you go for it nothing is ever going to feel perfect um But you do have to do some research. So whether that's um, jumping in the car and going and visiting similar establishments in the industry that you want to set up, that's a great idea. I would definitely say networking and speaking to people. Um, And don't be afraid to speak to people that you feel may be actually your competitors um I made that mistake early on thinking well we can't ask advice from so-and-so because well they're doing the same thing that we want to but actually I found that people are like quite willing to be open and share advice yeah so I would say definitely network depending on the industry whether that's actually going to networking events having a look at who's on LinkedIn um it could be anyone and anyone could inspire you and give you that golden nugget that you need that will then inspire another idea so i'd say just get talking um you know go out there and don't hide behind a desk you've actually got to get out into the big wide real world and find out what's going on and then when you've got that gut instinct about something not everything's going to feel perfect but just go for it
0: test it out because what's the worst that's going to happen yeah such good advice i think should point about getting out there and making it happen, yeah. not not getting stuck behind a desk. Yeah. I did the same when I started. Uh, my business was just, went out to bartenders with like early versions of the product and yeah. just got them to try it, got feedback. Yeah, Spoke to customers. Would you actually buy this? It's so important before you kind of invest a lot of time, money and stuff yeah. that maybe people don't want. It's
1: really hard. So like what you said, like going out to bars, it can be actually quite daunting. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you're on your own. Yeah. And... You've got these samples and you, you know, sometimes people don't want to talk to you,
0: but you've got to be able to handle rejection and the word no. And that's okay. That was going to be my question to you. What do you think, what do you think holds people back from maybe doing something? Is it that fear Mm. of rejection Mm. potentially or something else? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of confidence maybe Mm. and the, the fear
1: of rejection you know it's difficult to get out there and put yourself forward, especially if you're not a hundred percent confident in the idea and you're figuring it out. Yeah, it's really difficult to put yourself out there and stand out from the rest. It's a lot easier to get a job or go to work or do what everyone else is doing mm. because the minute that you stand out and you want to do something different not everybody is going to understand or like what you're doing and you're going to have comments and you're going to, for example, go to a bar with your samples and get the bartender giving you a funny look or whatever it is. Yeah, I had all of that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you not did. Non-alcoholic
0: spirits? I, I bet you did.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, I've had that when... So I was in retail banking before. I'd mm-hmm. worked myself up to a good position at a young age and I turned around and said, well, OK, I'm going to go and sell waffles from a little stand in a shopping centre. Not everybody got it. I don't even think I understood what I was doing at the time. (laughs) But it was in my gut. I wanted to do it, so I went for it. Because at the end of the day, life is about taking risks. And I would rather get to a position where I can look back and say, wow, I followed my dreams. I gave it a go. Yes, these things worked out. These things were a little bit silly and actually
0: I embarrassed myself there. (laughs) But so what? At least I tried. At least you tried. That's so right. And that's exactly the attitude that think everyone should have and can have and it's definitely the attitude I've had as well in my business like as long as you gave it a go and you yeah. gave it your best shot that's the best you can do yeah thank you so much uh-huh. I've got one last question yeah. for you which is a bit of a wild card question Okay. so <laughs> Hollywood is making a movie of your life who would you like to see play the lead role for you Oh my gosh, I've never thought. <laughs> There's
1: a okay. question for you. Right, which Hollywood actresses do I like? Um, who have I got a girl crush on?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Let me make. pick the hottest,
1: sexiest, <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous Hollywood actress because, of course, yeah, you know, of course they going to blame yeah. you. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to have to pick, actually, um, someone Indian because, of course, I've got to stay, stay true to my stay roots. True. Yes. So I will pick um, Priyanka Chopra so she's um, a leading Bollywood actress yeah. she's absolutely smashed it in terms of her career goals and she's made the transition over to, to Hollywood or you know she studying in a US drama so I'm going to have to pick her because I've yeah. got to do
0: it for, for India got to and do it, it love India. it yeah. amazing, thank you Harpreet so much for answering all my questions you've been brilliant it's been amazing having you on and good luck with everything I'm sure your business will be a huge success Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. You've been listening to The Joyful Drinker, hosted by me, Ellie Webb. There'll be a new episode released every fortnight, so make sure you hit that subscribe button to avoid missing out. Also, just a small reminder that ratings and reviews really help people discover great podcasts. So if you've got some kind words to share, they'd be very much appreciated. In the meantime, come and find me on socials. I'm at Caleno Ellie. I'd love to connect with you all and feedback on the podcast is always welcome. See you next time for another episode of The Joyful Drinker. And remember, if we all drank a little less each week, we'd all feel a whole lot better.